This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome to Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, G with you on a Friday. Nick Ashton is going to join us in about 20 minutes. Talk all things with him. NBA, baseball, future stuff, NFL. Um, with Nick of the uh, BetQL Network. We'll get to today's baseball card, which includes a doubleheader between the Phillies and the Nationals, which means I'm locked into eight hours of the Nationals pitching staff today, which is going to be a treat to watch. Joe, but um, look, the Celtics made a run this year in the NBA, got all the way to the finals, and they were way down the board midseason when they had a losing record around January 1st. Last year was the Bengals in the NFL. We didn't see that coming. A lot of long shots here are, are making runs. It's It's interesting. Yeah, I, that that is something that stood out. Now, so the Stanley Cup final, th- this will be the argument on the opposite side. Like you guys are overreacting to what we're seeing because look what's happening over in the NA- NHL. The two betting favorites, which we never see, and it's the sport we never see it in, uh, are are playing for the cup here at the end. So I was thinking about the Celtics and the run that they made. And I know it's all about the Warriors, but I still believe that Boston just being there last night and being in the NBA Finals, going six games, that's an accomplishment. And if you bet on them in a big number in the middle of the season, triple digits, some people got 150 to one, you should have made a big profit. I don't care if you didn't take an Eastern Conference ticket. When Boston was up two games to one, there was an incredible opportunity for you to to cash in if you were willing to do so. Now, if you went all in, sorry about that. But we're coming off a Super Bowl in which the Bengals were triple digits. And I know there were some people that cashed 80 to 1 AFC title futures out there. Mm -hmm. So the Celtics, and I want to say they were close to 50 to 1 in the conference in January before they started their run. And we talked about the Braves all last summer. Braves, Braves, Braves. We were all, everybody on the show had some sort of Braves ticket, whether we're talking about before the season when they were 15 to one or the middle of the season at the trade deadline, they were 50 to one before they went on and won the world series. Now I brought up the hockey point about how we have the two best teams in hockey going at it, which is probably a good thing for the sport. But the, one of the biggest betting stories in recent memory was the St. Louis blues. After firing their coach, and there was a a big story about a Blues fan that was in Las Vegas, and he went all in on them at, like, not only triple digits, it was like 250, 300 to one, something like that. You know, he he made a pretty sizable bet. So, in a sense, I don't know his situation, but it could have been life-changing money. It just seems like it doesn't happen every time. It's never going to happen every time. that there we, We have a lot of teams 
that are making big runs that in the middle of the season, if you are paying attention, if you're willing to go all the way down the board and go back to your thoughts on a lot of teams before the year started, that you you can find some really good numbers, whether they they win the title or not. If they get there, you could uh, stand to make a very sizable profit. So I, I think it's really interesting. And, and we could probably dive into reasons why this is happening more now, what, what's going on in the sporting world. I also wonder if, if part of it is us, maybe not you, you and I, but just everyone, sports fans, we're more hypersensitive to it now. The numbers are out there. We see them. Legalized sports betting. More people are doing this. But like this happens, right? In baseball, like think about that Royals team. Remember the those, those Royals teams that got there in the World Series? Like they were 500-ish middle of the season, took off. Like do certain sports kind of lend themselves to that yeah. happening? Maybe mm-hmm. we just weren't as uh, hypersensitive. The a Mets team, the 2015 Mets with, um, you know, DeGrom and Syndergaard and those guys. Remember they took off the trade deadline? They traded for Ioannis Cespedes. I don't know what their numbers were. I wasn't hypersensitive to it as much as we are now. We're doing this show. But, mm-hmm. like, it feels like th- – the interesting thing is that basketball's involved now because that wasn't normal. Hockey happens. Baseball, baseball happens. Football can happen, right? The Giants, 07 Giants. I mean, that team was 500 at Thanksgiving, and then they went on their crazy run Dude, to beat the Patriots. What about college? Because we don't see it in college that much. No. You might see, like, maybe not the top tier or the second tier, but you're not going to get a great number. It might be a little shorter than 20 to 1. Feels like we haven't seen it in college. You mean basketball? Both. Well, aren't you just kind of eliminated to football? Like, yeah. how could you get the mid-season I mean, the list number? is like four or five teams. Yeah, I mean, you lose two games in the in college football, you're kind of but dead. I, I'm saying even preseason. Preseason. Is it because it's just hard? Like they don't allow it to happen. Like you get like you get yeah kind of elbowed to, out to, to be part of the playoff. You've got to be one of the top teams. You've got to be yeah. a top program. They didn't want Cincinnati to win. You know, when Boise State exactly. was making their runs, they didn't want them involved. Zach who just uh, popped in our chat here, uh, producing us that he mentioned UNC basketball this year. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. Before the tournament, and, and their best number was right then and there. Right. I was just thinking of the Kansas side, but yeah. So what is the the lesson here? Like, check in midseason. Like, make sure you're hyper aware of what's going on. Don't don't assume it's over in the middle of the season. Like, there's a lot. Of, like, even Robbie Rayfrey, that's an individual award, but like, middle of the season, there's a lot of value. It seems like. Look at the numbers. Don't overreact to some results in the regular season. If you like a team, if you think something's there, go in. I mean, that's what I would say. That across all sports, are there is there more parity than we've ever seen before? Probably. There might be. Yeah, there might be. What was that North Carolina number? Like 200? I feel like we mentioned – I'm sure we mentioned We talked a lot of March Madness. Right. Was it one – it was over 100 to 1. But maybe like then like uh, when they lost to Duke or did they beat Duke? Coach K's last home game. I think that was when the number was the best. Right before that, mm-hmm. yes. And then for obviously sure. they, they I, did what they did. I think right before the tournament they were two hundred to one. I know someone that had a ticket did not hedge in the title game. That's rough. <laughs> That's rough. They just ran out of steam. <laughs> That's a ride, man. Is that a ride in March uh, for for the month of March? But yeah, right. I don't, and I know you're right. Like, we're paying attention to these numbers. They're being tracked much more. They're constantly being shared because the sports books want their name out there. But I don't know that this has always happened, especially the NBA. And I think this whole this holds true too with, with the Celtics run 
coming out of the East, the tougher conference, the number it was in the middle of the season still holds true. So I, I think there's another thing we could play in here. Expanded playoffs makes it harder. There are more teams, more variants, more darts at the dartboard, right? There's six teams in baseball now. In baseball now, um, six teams get in. Football only has one bye. That hurts, right? The, like Tampa Bay last year, they were the second seed in the NFC. I didn't, I didn't like the way they were playing down the stretch. I thought the Eagles could beat them. That was ridiculous. They couldn't beat them. But guess what? Tampa had to play two, an extra game. I thought that hurt them the next week when they lost to the Rams. So I think we're going to see more of this. I, I don't think this is this is over now. That this idea that these long shots keep winning. I think that's this, great for the industry. Of don't course, you? because yes, people are going to hit yeah. tickets, and then they're going to yeah, they're going to love it. Um, so you know what this got me thinking. I just checked in the World Series betting odds because we're we're not that far from midseason. What are we about three weeks away from the middle? "Quote unquote" of the season, All Star games a little later this year, but I think we're how many games do these teams played? Sixty five ish, sixty five yeah, baseball yeah, games yeah. so far. Yeah, so yeah, we're yeah, about yeah. fifteen games away from the middle. Some of the have a hundred left. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm looking at the at the at the board on baseball right now, middle of the pack. So, San Francisco thirty five to one, Minnesota forty to one, Red Sox forty to one. I got one further down that's interesting to me. I think Paul mentioned this team before he left. Cleveland is 75 to 1. They're in a playoff position right now. Yeah. It's kind of interesting on that that team. No one Dude. like they're it's almost like they don't exist, but they just keep winning games. The bottom line is how much does the how much does the offense scare you? Is there anything else you know, holding them back? They score a lot of runs though. They do. For a team that you look at and you say they only have one hitter, they, they score a lot of runs. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Are you really going to trust Tristan McKenzie and Zach Plesak in the playoffs, though? Are they going to get starts in the playoffs? McKenzie I think they would. would have to. I mean, McKenzie definitely would. He's there, too. Are they going to add? Three. Are they going to add, though? Well, if they add, it has to be without money, right? That's the way they operate. Do they have somebody ready to call up? Because they're always bringing people up. I mean, they have guys, but not somebody who you're super excited about. Yeah. But they more got like, to this more point. like Stephen Kwans and guys like that. Hit the yeah, to, Joe, to your point, they're 17th in run scored. They're not scoring enough runs. By the way, Stephen Kwan now 75-1 to 1, American League Rookie of the Year. Made a great catch the other day, though. Amazing <laughs> catch, did. I feel. That was a great catch. <laughs> Is there so value on the Cardinals at 30 to 1 still? I think so. God, there's so many teams out of there. I don't know. I guess it's about right. I wouldn't say that there's value. But I guess if you're thinking they're going to win the division, sure. Right. Like, conversely, the Brewers are still 15. Doesn't make sense. It's dumb. And I like the Brewers, but they don't, they're out they're, they, they're hitting. They're injured with their pitching. It, is it more right if you flip them? 
I mean, I would then look at the Brewers if you gave me 30 to 1. You would. Because they're, they're the Brewers. They find a way to win 90 games all time. But I'm not But then the playoffs team. happen, and they can't score runs. I know. And, I know. Yeah. It just feels like the Cardinals should be the 15. And, they have two MVP, three MVP candidates. Three rookie of the year candidates. Our guy, and Brandon Donovan. And dropping Milwaukee the way they've been playing over the last few weeks would actually make a lot of sense. Like Woodruff and Peralta might not start again this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of them. And Burns yeah. hasn't been a, as good. I mean, he's good, but he hasn't been as dominant. I mean, last year he was almost a no hitter every time. He doesn't look like that this year. And let the record show, Jake Hassan, noted Cardinals lover. So yeah, we can't ignore that. <laughs> we need to bring that I'm, to the I attention. Don't, I don't pump my chest over the Cardinals like I do for like Illinois basketball. No, you do not. You do not no. at all. I think I think most. I just want to bring that up because I think most people wouldn't even know that you're a Cardinals fan. By the way, today and we'll get to the baseball card. There's a Wayne White, Rain, Wayne Wright Waka game today. It's difficult to say their two <laughs> names together. Adam that Wainwright, Michael Waka. I feel like I'm back in 2013. It's the World Series. They're both pitching still. Yeah. Wow. They're playing each other. Wayne Wright should be in the booth right now. Not that he's bad. Not that he's bad. For my entertainment, I don't care about his pitching. He's pitching to a 280 RA. He's not going to the booth anytime soon. For my entertainment. I know. For me, because he makes the games enjoyable. Can we um who's who's a recent player who stopped playing and then jumped right to the booth like when his season ended? Can when the Cardinals get knocked out, can we just put him in the Fox booth for the rest of the playoffs? Can we do that again? Didn't he do that? Yeah, that's what he's been doing. It was always him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I watch him. All right, so then I'm rooting against the Cardinals when the playoffs start. I want Wainwright in the booth. <laughs> Less yeah. Smoltz, more Wainwright. Oh, please. No more was Smoltz. he with AJ in there or no? I I think he was with Amin. Okay. Maybe AJ's going to be matching the White Sox, so there'll be a spot open. Is that a is that a thing people are talking about? I mean, people would like it to happen, but it's not going to happen this year. An, an Aussie AJ bench would be oh. awesome. <laughs> I need Ozzy back in the dugout. <laughs> you think Lance Lynn's fighting with Joe McEwing? Put Ozzy in there. <laughs> be Who awesome. takes the first swing, Ozzy or Lynn at Ozzy? I mean, you—that's how you make things uncomfortable. And for some people, that's a good thing. You need things okay. a little uncomfortable, a little edge in there. AJ and Ozzy. Ozzy is the bench coach. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> it would be. Turn your recorders off for those pregame chats, please. Yeah, I, I will see which um, how Lance Lynn spins that in the post games. We talk about steak and sirloin and whatever the heck right. he was pretending right. a couple of days ago. Yeah, I, Joe, I think it's stupid. interesting this whole thing though about the idea of these long shots middle of the season. There's value there. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like our guys uh, CRG Futures that joins us every couple of weeks. Um, Ian, when he's talking about these teams, big big numbers. I mean, and I can keep going. Over. I can keep going. Like a couple years ago, was it Abreu was 101 to be the MVP? Uh, was it Alvarez when he won Rookie of the Year with Houston? He was 201 yeah. when they finally listed him. We've talked enough about Robbie Ray being 101 last year. There's this is something that you should be paying attention to, and I think too many people just make their preseason bets and don't check back in and, and see where the the real value is. It's in season. And assume it's over. Assume you, that you just because someone is the leader, like Paul Goldschmidt right now, someone else is going to have a run, right? It's, that's shifted three times. It's been Machado, it's been Betts, now it's Goldschmidt. I mean, last year you what you get? Uh, what would you get? The number you get on Juan Soto in August, like 150. Yeah, it was 150. He finished yeah. second. 
Harper was second. thirty to one. He won. At like these yeah. awards. How many? Awards. How many MVP? NBA MVP winners were there this past season. Every month, it was a new player. Right. It, it, the, the straw poll changed the whole dumb board right. with three weeks right. to go. It's um, it's definitely something that – that's why we talk about it because we think there's value there in the season, you know, week to week. I mean, that's why we did, we did it with the NFL last year. I mean, that, that was popping too. Jamar Chase, there was a good number on you could find into December. So there's a lot there sure. with awards, with um, – and with season-long things, uh, the Bra- the Braves are, are the kind of the crowning one of that. I mean, I think Paul bet them like ten times, ten different ways last year, and, and it hit, and, and it, they won the World Series. Joe O, Joe G, will come back. Nick Ashley is going to join us for the BetQL Network. Tons to get into with him, and we'll touch on the MLB card next hour right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.